Welcome to Code and Conduit, a legal podcast by Bloomberg Law, where we talk about tech, telecom, intellectual property, privacy, and cybersecurity. Dozens of industries are experimenting with how blockchain technology can make their work easier. The tech was originally developed as the underpinnings of cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin. But at its heart, it can be used to manage all kinds of transactions and record-keeping activities. And one of those uses could help, or potentially hurt, copyright owners, like songwriters and video makers. So blockchain acts like an unerasable, chronologically ordered database, where these copyright holders could prove their ownership and track royalty payments when others use their photos or songs, for example. But our guest today is also going to talk about how copyright law could be complicated if that creative content is stored on blockchain tech. Hi, Alexis. Hi. So we are here with Alexis Kramer, and we are going to be talking about copyright and the blockchain and how exactly does copyright law fit with this new technology, and specifically the 20-year-old Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA. So how does this new technology then fit in with this law? Right. So we don't know how exactly blockchain will fit into copyright law, but it appears to be incompatible with the DMCA. The Digital Millennium Copyright Act has a notice and takedown process, which means that if a platform gets notice of an infringing content, if they remove it in a certain amount of time, they're not liable for it. Yeah. So like, for example, if a website now would be posting a pirated video or would be posting a pirated um, uh, song that uh, the owner of the copyright of that song could contact the website or their attorney could and say, hey, take this down. And under the Digital Millennial Copyright Act, they would do that. Um, well, they would you know, likely do that or face legal repercussions. Um, but with blockchain, that makes it a lot more difficult because... Yeah, blockchain, you can't remove anything from a blockchain. The, the whole point of it is that it's immutable. So once you put something onto the digital ledger, it's there. You can't remove it, which is great because it, it prevents fraud. It prevents a bad actor from taking something away. But if you put infringing content on the blockchain, you can't take it down. Right. This is an inherent characteristic of this technology, which in a lot of cases people are allowing. But in this case, it might actually be an obstacle here. So then technically, what did attorneys tell you and technicians tell you would need to be done to actually try to reverse this irreversible uh, record of a copyrighted material? Well, that's the thing. We don't know if blockchain would allow you to reverse infringing content. The, the best way to do it would be to add another piece of content that would basically be a correction, saying that is infringing content, that is mistaken content, it shouldn't be there. But there, there's the, the whole technical structure of blockchain makes it really hard to take down content in the first place. You know, there, first of all, Blockchain is a decentralized ledger, which means that it's not one company owning the platform. And posting to that platform, right. Yeah, so if somebody wants to file a takedown notice to get a piece of content removed, well, they can't uh, file the, co the notice to the website operator. They would have to file it to every single 
operator node operator of the blockchain on the blockchain which could be thousands of of people and then the majority of them would have to agree to take it down or uh, to post this other piece of content and there would still be that record yeah and if it's just a infringing music file you're probably not going to get all uh, the majority of node operators thousands of them to agree yes we'll take down this one music file even if they did agree by some chance how would they do it? You would have to go into the blockchain itself and remove it, not from the end, but from the point where that piece of content was inserted. Was inserted, yeah. And, you know, a blockchain grows and grows. So if there's 100 more blocks after that, you would have to remove all 101 blocks to get that infringing content out of there. Like forking the, the blockchain at the point where there was inserted in order to create a new chain without that content. It does sound very complicated. Now, attorneys and technicians did tell you, though, that at this point, there's not enough, typically not enough storage capacity on the blockchains being built and developed um, for this to actually store copyrightable material on the blockchain. It's more like a hash, like a, a, a an arrow or a link, I guess you could call it, where the, those rights would be stored on the blockchain or, or point to to the um to the place where those rights would be stored versus the actual song, for example, or the actual video. Right. At this point, there are a few different companies working on blockchain platforms where you would store the rights, you would store ownership information of a copyrighted content, but you wouldn't store the content itself. And, and because, like, as you said, there's storage capacity limits and it would be very expensive to, to do so. Yeah. Yeah, really expensive. <laughs> but then... The double-edged sword here, though, is that this isn't. Uh, this is also going to be a boon for copyright holders. So, tell us a little bit about what you learned. At companies that are developing uh, different ways that could actually help track uh, copyright holders' uh, rights, their ownership, uh, their royalty payments, to make it easier for them to profit off of their content. Yeah, yeah, you can monetize your rights through a blockchain. Because of the fact that it's immutable, you can store your ownership information, and because nobody can remove that, you can use the blockchain to verify, hey, look, I own the rights to this piece of work, and here it is on this digital ledger. It's it's accurate because it's, it's here. So it, it is a benefit to copywriters in that way. Uh, they, they, it's just you just have to balance the, the benefits of managing digital rights with the the risk of having infringing content show up at some point when the blockchain technology advances and not being able to do anything about it. Right. You And you cite in your story this example of Kodak, for example, which is a company that's been around for decades and is getting a revival with this idea that they could use blockchain and partner with an image recognition firm when Digital Inc. Um, and by doing that together, I'm assuming then that uh, they could digitally recognize an image, for example, that's being gonna, going to be used somewhere and then say, okay, we're going to have the royalty paid to the owner and track that ownership information on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. Right, right. When Digital, partnering with Kodak, is doing that. And then there's several other startups around the world that's working on it. Sony and Intel also filed patent applications for a similar blockchain digital rights platform. It's a growing industry to protect copyright holders with blockchain technology. And at least one attorney told you that the benefits might outweigh some of the takedown risks. 
Yeah, it, it's it's possible that with this technology, there may be less of a need to take down infringing content, but it, it remains to be seen. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Bloomberg Law's Code and Conduit. For more on this story or on our other topics we cover, visit us at www.bna.com and sign up for a free trial. Or check out all of our podcasts on Code and Conduit's SoundCloud page. This episode was produced by me, Michaela Ross. You can also follow me on Twitter at the handle Michaela Ross A.